Thanks for tuning in. This is Conversations with Breezy. Let's have a chat. I am your host, Steffi Breezy. What's up, world? So I am recording something outside of my typical Facebook Live recording. Reason being is because part of the audio was destroyed. I'm not really sure on how it was destroyed or why or anything. I'm pretty new to all of this. So as I figure it out, I'm just going to separate some audio and record it and insert it where I need to insert it. Um, This week's episode is on friendships. Uh, Majority of it is recorded from the Facebook Live uh, feed. So you'll hear me briefly chatting with some of my Facebook Live viewers. I will be adding some new segments or episodes where there will be commentary on certain films or certain uh, series series that I've watched on Netflix. So I'm going to call that next Netflix and chill with me. Um, So you'll be the first to hear about what's been watched on my TV as of lately. But I am going to get into this weekend's recap, and I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Peace, love, and blessings. Let's go. So let's talk about my weekend. Um, This weekend, actually, I didn't do much. Um, I actually did nothing, like absolutely nothing but relax and rest. Um, I did binge a series on Netflix, and the series that I binged on Netflix was called Rhythm and Flow. If you're my friend on Facebook, I've been talking about it. It was so good, okay? Rhythm and Flow is, like, so good. If you've never seen Rhythm and Flow, um, I thought it was going to be something like Hustle and Flow, but it wasn't. Rhythm and Flow is basically a contest for a different, a bunch of different um, rap artists who are trying to make it in the industry. So because they're trying to make it in the industry, they are. Um, it's hosted by Ti, Cardi B, and Chance the Rapper. And it's crazy because at the concert I went to, I saw Jadena at the. Uh, oh yeah, I saw Jadena at the House of Blues, and Chance was there. How about I think he was scoping for his next artist for the next season of. Um, rhythm and flow. I, I mean, there were three different artists that came on before Jadena, and they were pretty decent. So I think he was scoping them out, like low key. I just think he was scoping them out. So rhythm and flow is a um show us on Netflix. Um, it's a Netflix exclusive. It's a competition. The um winner of rhythm and flow they win. $250,000 that's not contractual. And what that means is just that they don't have to be obligated to a contract or signing agreement for any record labels or anything like that. They can just literally take that money and do what they want to do with it, which I think is so cool. Um, a lot of people want to use the money to, um, you know, take it to help their family out, to, you know, get them out the hood and stuff, which I think is so commendable. But I think Chance gave the best advice to the winner which was take it and invest in yourself. Because if you invest in yourself, then you don't have to worry about, you know, scraping up as an artist, being an artist as is is already difficult. So having that money to pay for studio time, having that money to pay for um, flights and premieres, and and now you're the winner of the show. So you're really going to get a lot of publicity. Um, They also get to perform their song on Rap Caviar Live, which is really good. If you ever um, listen to Spotify, 
there's a playlist called Rap Caviar. So dope. Really good artists on there. And then uh, they get to perform it live on Rap Caviar on Spotify, which is good. So if you're listening to this episode of um, of Conversations with Breezy, just know I'm going to tell you who won. Okay, so if you haven't watched it, skip over this part, like hit 10, 20, 30 seconds, however long you need to, and just know that I'm going to say who won. All right, so the winner of the show was this guy named D Smoke. And D Smoke was so freaking good. Um, from beginning to end, I think what I loved about his um, raps and everything else in the show was that he was so consistent, like extremely consistent. Um, he fumbled over a few lyrics like a couple times when it came to like um, actual um, doing the, you know, the, the, the performances. And it was one of the best performances too. So I was so upset because I, I knew he had some killer lyrics, but he fumbled over him. And even though he fumbled over him, he recovered so smoothly. I mean, we knew he messed up, but he was like, shit, I messed up. And everybody else, Chance knew. He's like, dang, no. They clutching their pearls and stuff. Like, you knew he was kind of sad. But it was so good. Um, I stayed up to like 3 in the morning watching it for two nights in a row. Yeah. And then I, um, you know, I, I mean, I, it was just a great show. Like, I was bouncing and jumping around like I was actually at the damn concert. <laughs> So that was so interesting because I'm, I mean, I get really engaged with like movies and shows that I watch. So this is such a good show. So if you haven't watched it, it's on Netflix. It's called Rhythm and Flow. Uh, I already mentioned who the winner was, so I won't mention it again. If you're going to listen to this episode and skip past all that, um, the contestants were, of course, D Smoke, Flawless, London B, who gave me some Cardi vibes. Um, yeah, so her whole like look. Well, it gave me more Cruella DeVille, but then like her look and her like the way she was was more like Cardi. Um, and then who was else? In the- oh, and Troyman. Troyman gave me some Travis Scott vibes for real. And um, on the show, he does perform, I think, with Travis Scott, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, it was something that I really enjoy watching. Um, at the end, I definitely cry for um, D smoke because he worked so hard, you know, to get to that position. Um, he wasn't in the gang. He, um, wasn't in the, um, uh, he wasn't in the gang. He wasn't in like any like trouble. He actually spoke Spanish fluently, which actually made me want to go back and really focus and finish my Spanish. Like I have a whole thing that I'm paying for per month for Spanish that I have not been using. Like I am wasting my time. Oh, I'm really getting on it though. I actually just started writing down my goals for 2020 and it's on the wall outside of my hallway. It's um, it's like go time right now. It's the end of the year. You know, you're trying to get your mind right for the beginning of the year and trying to keep that same energy throughout the rest of the year. So my weekend was basically me just relaxing. I didn't work out. I didn't eat bad. I literally just relaxed, watched TV um, and relaxed. So we're going to start with this week's quote of the week. This week's quote is by Anonymous, and it says, A real friend is one who walks in as the rest of the world walks out. So, for me, um, 
a lot of things that I focus on when it comes to friendships um, is how we kind of connect, um, how we are like there for each other, how we're not there for each other, how we may have a lot of things in common. Do you know, I think I asked one, my, one of my friends at the time, um, or the emerging friend, I should say, if we can like hang out. It was kind of like asking somebody on a date, but in a friendship way. It was really awkward to me because, you know, we live in a society where like it could be taken as like I'm trying to come on to them, but I wasn't. I was just trying to be a friend like, hey, you want to go grab something to eat? You want to go hang out? Let's go eat at this restaurant because I think we both like food and we both like hanging out at this place and eating food. It was really weird because, like I said, we live in a society where people think that, you know, that type of gesture may be mistaken as um, me coming on to you. And to be honest, I ain't coming on to no female. Um, I am strictly, you know, for the man, but I'm not coming on to a female like that. No, unfortunately. So... Um, that was interesting the first time I ever did that. And then after that, it was like we became friends. We hung out all the time. We knew each each other's darkest secrets. Um, and I'll be real. Like, I feel like that. So that friendship is not, I should say, as big as it used to be. Um, we actually don't talk at all. Um, me and that person who I, quote unquote, asked out. We're not. We don't talk at all. But I don't know if I would have made it through a lot of things without that friend. So, of course, they um, talk about how, like, you know, like, you know, friendships can be like a season, a lifetime, and things like that. So my question for a lot of people was, how do you know, you know, you have a really good friends? How do you know, you know, you have a really good friend? And the things that, so I do, so somebody made a comment says, you know, we can't be friends. <laughs> I've seen what you said about Scorpios. <laughs> Look, I love Scorpios, but I also love my cow sometimes because sometimes it's either it's a it's a hit or miss. I have Scorpio friends, and then I have friends I have Scorpio enemies. It's really weird. Either we butt heads or we click really good, and it's just the there's no in between. There is no I'ma be on the fence with you. It's a oh I love you to death or I can't stand you. Stay your happy behind over there. I'm a, I'm a bull. I'm a Taurus. So Tauruses are really stubborn. We're going we gonna to get our way. Either you going to be my best friend, my friend, my ex boon coon, my ride or die, or guess what? Deuces. And that's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's just how it is. Um, but I will say in a friendship, what matters to me is a lot, a few different things. And I wrote these down, right? So one of the first things I really admire in a friendship in general is loyalty. I'm a pretty loyal person. Okay. I don't waver in my loyalty. Um, I don't have, uh, uh, what, what do you call it? Like I don't withhold. Um, if I'm, if I'm your friend, if I'm your friend, friend, like I'm there with you a hundred percent, 110, 10 toes down. If you need me, I got you. The minute I feel like your loyalty wavers with me and you can't be as loyal, like I had to, I see it. It's not like, um, it's not like I don't see it. I see it. It'll be little things you do. It'll be little things and I'll be like, hmm, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Here's where I lack on a friend part, right? If I see something that doesn't really click or something that, you know, um, rubs me the wrong way, I don't say anything. And that 
is what gets me into trouble as far as on the friendship tip. Because I could easily tell my friend, who is supposed to be my friend, hey, you know, that didn't really um, mesh, well with, mesh well with me. And I think my feelings were hurt, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the stigma is that we're supposed to be this, you know, tough person a lot of time, especially in the black woman stigma. You're supposed to be tough and you're supposed to like not care about, you know, um, what a friend says to you um, and like be thick skinned. No, I ain't thick skinned all the time. I am sometimes very sensitive. Not sometimes, all the time. I'm a sensitive thug, okay? Sensitive thug. I have feelings. And because I have feelings, guess what? If you rub me the wrong way, I'm a person where I don't like confrontation. So I'll back back. Okay? Back back. Someone said, friendships are relationships to make time for me like you do your boo. Exactly! This is a whole relationship. As a matter of fact, you know what hurts me the most is when a relationship or I should say a friendship breaks up, quote unquote. Um, that hurts so bad. Like when your friends no longer talk to you, they dump you, quote unquote. I mean, it's that's a bad, it hurts. Like, especially for, like I said, a sensitive thug like me. I get my feelings be hurt. I be in my feelings so bad. Um, I've had friendships that, you know, we would be talking to each other every single day. And then we just stopped. And I'm just like, what happened? What happened? I don't know. But like I said, one of the most important things to me in a friendship is loyalty. Um, I have my loyalty to you and you have your loyalty to me. Loyalty to me. Um, I don't, and I think where I mess up in that loyalty things that I expect people to do me the way I do them. No, um, I think I may have said that backwards. I expect people to, treat me the way I do them. Yeah, I said that right. So I think that's where I lack and where I shouldn't like hold that high regard for people. But why wouldn't you want that from somebody? If I'm giving you 100% loyalty, 100% honesty, and being your friend, you know, being your ride or die, whatever, why wouldn't you want to do that back for somebody else? I mean, I guess the expectations are a little high, but I really don't want a one-sided friendship. Um, and I get, I've been in those friendships where I am the one-sided person, meaning I'm giving, 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 giving. And I've also been in those relationships and friendships that where I'm the one always taking. And I've seen me taking and I'm like, you know what, let me stop. Let me, don't ask this person for anything. And then I get in the bind and they're like, why did you just ask me? I'm like, cause I didn't want to use you. <laughs> cause I didn't want to be like the using person, you know? Um, Somebody said loyalty and healthy communication are great in friendships. That is actually on my list. Um, the next part of it, let me get to the next one. The next one said a part um, that I really need in a friendship is honesty. Be honest. Like, how is it so hard to be honest with somebody when they're doing something after, like, for real? If I'm not doing what I should be doing, and I also said in the next part of my, like, friendship spiel, it's more of an accountability thing. If you want me to hold you accountable, don't get mad when I hold you accountable. If you, this is, I'm going to just give you a plain example. If my friend and I are taking a celibacy um, pact, right? We're not having sex. That's what we said we're going to do. Don't get mad when I say, well, why are you over there do house? Don't get mad. I said, we said, we made a pact. We're going to hold ourselves accountable for this, this, and this. It's the same thing in, like, in my, in my, um, 
a fitness journey. If I'm holding you accountable, you need to hold me accountable. And I just want the honesty. You can even say, girl, you know what? I can't do this. Like, I really just can't do this. And I'll hold you accountable if you need me to, but I ain't finna do it. And I'm, I'm okay with that. But be honest in your true intentions. I think every relationship has an intention. And if the intention for this friendship is to um, be a true friend, like a true friend, then be that honestly and upfront. Um, the other thing I need in a good friendship is identity. I've been in so many friendships with people where we're supposed to be like dressed alike and not look alike, but act alike. And I want to have my own identity. Like, let me have that. And also accept me for my own identity. Uh, I noticed that a lot of people do not accept people for their own identities. Um, If I am who I am, F you and what you think about what my identity should be. Um, Don't try to change me because this is how you want your friends to be. Um, And that should actually bring more friendships together because if I am a person you clung to or can mesh with, my identity should stand out so much that that's why you want to be a part of my friendship. You know what I'm saying? Like we should, this is a, this is a, this is a two-way street. I like what you got. You like what I got. We're going to be friends because of that, you know? And the last thing and not, and certainly not the least, trust. If I can't trust you with the dollar I leave on the table, we can't be friends. Period. Poo. Period. I'm serious. Like I need to be able to trust you with my life, like my, all that. Um, and not so much my life because people have ill intentions, like I said before, and they all think like, mm, I ain't going to do this, this, and this, and woo, and in the right situation or the wrong situation, a person will sell you out and hell, your own family will sell you out. So I need the, to be able to trust you with like anything I got. Um, so a while back I was in a car club. I'm actually, we still are all friends, to be honest. Um, and I literally can trust all of them with my life. All of them. And it's not many of us in that group. Like we can go to one of our, we had a thing where we would go to one person's house, leave our money, keys, cars, all that stuff on the table, pass out because we didn't either got too drunk or whatever the case is and go to sleep. And then guess what? In the morning, all that shit is still right there. Nothing's moved. Matter of fact, somebody probably up making breakfast. You know what I'm saying? Like, I that's how I love the fact that I could trust them that much. You know what I'm saying? You can come to my house. You wouldn't take nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need that type of trust. That type of trust is hard to find, baby. That It's hard to find that. So when I find that, I cling to it so much because I'm like, I ain't going to get this no more ever and get it like, you know what I'm saying? And it's, that's just me. So, um. Oh, somebody else on here says, I want my friends to be non-judgmental. That is key. Um, and I think, not saying I struggle with this, but I think I have struggled with this. Um, I don't judge anyone. I might look at you sideways for some things, but I don't judge you for what you do. And I think the way I say something might come across judgy. Um, and it's not supposed to, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I literally am just trying to like understand the rationale or reasoning behind why you're doing something. So for example, if you sleep, if you, for example, I had a, I ain't gonna put these people on blast, but I had a friend where it was like, you know, hoe is life. And this is what we're going to do. 
And hey, I was on the bandwagon. So she said her was life. I'm saying her was life. We all saying her was life. We all doing the thing. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't judge her for what she did. And she ain't judged me for what I did. But if you say you're going to be celibate, don't be coming at me like, you know what? How is life? No, nah, girl. No, nah, no. Nah. Now I want to know what happened. What made you want to change? <laughs> what went down and made you want to change? Because now we went from how is life to I'm going to be celibate, holy. Now nah, I got, you got, I'm confused. A double-minded man is unstable in all their ways. This is Bible. Okay. And I ain't trying to preach, but I just need some clarity. I don't want to go from back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I just need to know what we going to do period, point blank. Okay. One of my friends said, you can trust me with everything, but I will grab a fry or two when you ain't looking. I, hey, look, I don't care about the fries. As long as it ain't the, the big food, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the expensive salmon that, you know, you buy at Mastro's or the expensive lamb that you get from Mastro's, the $75 a, 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 a for a rack of lamb. I don't care. Take, take, take a piece of, uh, 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 of the fry, but you touch my lamb. Okay. Uh-huh. My food. Mm-hmm. The one that goes into my belly. Hallelujah. glory. Promise you. I'm going to be upset. I'm just my. I share. I share my food. I just want to be able to have a good amount of my food. Okay? Um, but yeah, those four things really matter to me the most. Loyalty, honesty, identity, and trust. Um, and then adding to that, what breaks friendships to me has been like the opposite. If I can't trust you, if I can't be honest with you... Like me being honest with a friend, I need you to be able to let me be honest with you about something and not be mad at me and not like turn your nose up because I'm honest with you about something. Um, I've had some friends tell me some really honest things in a way that made me like say, you know what? You're right. That's, that's not right. And I shouldn't do that. Those are the type of friends I'd be needing in my life. Those type of people, because they know for sure that um, it's what they're saying is out of love. And that's something I've learned too in like the church. You got to say things out of a place of love uh, and acceptance. Like think about what you're saying before you actually say it to me. Don't be like, girl, you need to stop doing that because you hold around. Uh, heifer, I'll snatch that weave out your head too quick, too quick. Like who are you talking to? Girl, anywho, anywho, <laughs> I'll snatch a weave real quick. Don't let my little, you know, meekness fool you. Um, the other things um, is that can break friendships is lack of communication. Um, lack of communication can fall re- along a good spectrum of things. Um, has anybody on here watched Insecure? Now, if you've watched Insecure, which I'm sure that most of you have, Molly and Issa's relationship on Insecure it's pretty dope the second season I think it is when she comes back from um what was it when was it when it came back from Miami um because I remember Molly and Issa saying uh Miami or they had some kind of cold word or something they said that would like you know remind them that you know you gotta always be a hundred I'll keep it a buck with me um and that right there was so good I like that they had that. Um, I don't think I've had great adult relationships as far as friendships. Reason being is because I think at some point in time, I've gotten to the point of sugarcoating certain things for some of my friends when in all in all, I should have just been like, but just don't do that no more. Like you're going to 
damage yourself. And I think that sometimes we get hard-headed um, and we don't listen to what we're supposed to be doing. Like we don't listen to the advice given to us by our friends saying like, you know, girl, don't do that. You know, this is going to mess you up. I, I feel like we just get to that point where you hit a brick wall and you just got to like kind of cut things off with friends. Um, I have been the friend that's been cut off and I have been the friend who cuts people off. Um, it's more of me getting cut off than other people cutting me off than me cutting other people off because I'm comfortable. And because I'm comfortable, I stick around for a lot longer than I actually need to be. Um, if you do me real bogus though, there is no coming back from that. And it's like, you have to move hell and high water to kind of get back in my good graces. And I'll still like communicate with you. So I'm like, not rude. I'll be cordial, but it's, it takes a lot to like earn everything back period. Because after a while, I'm like, I don't even want to talk to you anymore. Like you broke that trust. You broke that, that communication line. And, or if I told you something that shouldn't have been told to anybody else, you know, you broke that communication line. Um, some advice I heard about friendships was don't ask your friends for advice. Now, I don't know how y'all feel about that. Um, I actually like that advice. Don't ask your friends for advice. Um, I'm one that when I was in a relationship, I would always ask my girlfriends for advice about the relationship, um, about like who I was with and what was going on. And I think that destroyed my relationship in a while, in a sense. Reason why I say it destroyed my relationship is because of the fact that um, we I was always getting two cents from somebody who wasn't really in the relationship. It was just me asking for advice, advice, advice when I could have just had the experience and maybe talked to the person I was actually in a relationship with to understand like, hey, this is the direction we need to move in. But I learned that asking your friends for advice can be the somewhat downfall of your relationship because they're looking at it for your best interest. They're not looking at it um, from a point of uh, you, if that makes any sense. I'm, they're not looking at it like, hey, Stephanie needs to do this, this, and this to make herself better. They're looking at it like, what can I tell my friend so she can get herself out of this situation because it's actually detrimental to her health or her mental health or her emotions or anything like that? What can she do in that in that regard? And that's what they're looking at it from. They're not looking at it from any other angle. So um, I like the fact that I saw that advice. Stop asking your friends for advice, period. Um, because it just sometimes that that advice can is not always a hundred percent healthy. Um, because it's not for you, it's them giving their opinion based off of what they've seen you gone through and your patterns and stuff like that. Um, I think another reason why I've decided to stop asking for advice as a friend um is because um I want to make informed decisions on my own. And the only way you're going to make informed decisions on your own is by actually looking back, showing the pros and cons, kind of like doing a little chart. You know what I'm saying? The chart, you know, the, the does this, does it help your, you go X, Y, Z? Yes or no. If it's yes, you go here. If it's no, you go here. I want to make like an informed decision based off of my own, you know, me analyzing the whole situation. Now, what that can cause is me overanalyzing and overthinking a situation that does not need to be overanalyzed and overthink. But it does help me make a decision. So that's one thing I've learned 
in the past maybe year is to stop asking for advice. Um, and I think that would really help any situation, any friendship. Um, I also asked somebody on, um, Instagram, like I'll ask, I put a poll up. What, uh, what I say? Oh, I said, what has anybody, has a friend ever ghosted you or have you, what do you feel about your friendships? Like what made you guys fall out? Uh, one girl said that it was because, um, she felt like she had to walk on eggshells every time she talked to her friend. Now, is that also the same thing as, you know, not being 100% honest with your friend? Could we eliminate feeling like having to walk on eggshells by actually just telling our friend the truth? And if the truth hurts our friend, is that really your friend? See? See what I did there? You have to dig deeper and peel back those layers and figure out, like, is this even really my damn friend? Like, do she even really like me? Or is she just saying stuff right now? Like, she probably don't even really like you. Okay. Um, I've learned that um I can be used, which is what makes me not want to be a friend to anybody at in a long in a grand scheme of things. Um, not saying that people have used me. I'm saying I know that I can be used. And I don't want to feel used. I don't want to feel like walked over. And it's best for me to just like walk away as opposed to, you know, just continue on the friendship. Or I don't even walk away. Technically, all I literally do is just like minimal, you know, piece by piece. I just like, oh, I hang back or I don't want to do this or I don't want to do that. So it's really hard. Um, I get to being a crab sometimes as well as a friend, it's bad because I don't think that, um, it's a good thing to be a crab or walk away from a friendship. But I literally know that walking backwards away from something, um, sometimes it's it's a healing thing. And I end up learning more about myself sitting still and not talking to some of my friends than actually opening up to some of my friends. So what was cut off was the fact that I did talk to some people on Facebook and got into more commentary about what qualifies as a really good friend. Do you support your friends? Is supporting friends a non-negotiable? Do you cut off people who do not support you? And so on and so on. Um, A lot of people left great feedback on the Facebook page. So if you are on Facebook, go to Steffi Breezy, the page on Facebook, and you'll see all the comments in the live video. I hope to talk to you guys soon. We will have another episode up and running by next week, which will get into a different topic. I know that this episode has taken a little longer to get uploaded, but I'm glad it's up and running, and I hope it was worth the wait. Can't wait to talk to you guys again. Have a great day. You can follow me on all social media at Steffi Breezy on Instagram and Facebook. That's S-T-E-P-H-I-E-B-R-E-E-Z-Y. The podcast page on Instagram at Conversations with Breezy. You can also email any questions that can be shared via our live episodes at conversationswithbreezy at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and chat with you soon.